I'm speaking this morning with Maestro Gerard Schwartz, a conductor extraordinaire, a name that is so familiar to our radio audience here for his many, many recordings, uh, years with the Seattle Symphony Orchestra, a great Mahler cycle with the Royal Liverpool when you were there uh, with that orchestra, Gerard, and uh, your all-star orchestra that we see on uh, WHRO-TV here. Uh, ask you a quick question about that all-star orchestra. It, it strikes me as being very similar to uh, the orchestra that Abado put together, Lucerne Festival, over in Europe. You've got the greatest players in this country, and looks like you're just having a ball with it. Yes, it, it is similar to what Abado did in Lucerne. And yes, I have some of the greatest players, and yes, I have a ball. <laughs> you know, when you have musicians uh, on that level giving their all, it is such a joy to hear it. I mean, I remember when I gave the first downbeat for the last movement of the Shostakovich Fifth Symphony, I was just knocked out with the incredible sound that these great musicians could make and the sensitivity. That it's like it's like conducting a 90-piece chamber, a chamber, a string quartet. I mean, it's just they listen so carefully. They're so in tune. They're so observant. And 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 we do feel, I do feel like we're making music together. It's an extraordinary experience every time I work with them. And now, you know, we have over over 20 shows yes, that we've do. done. And we have seven Emmys, and we continue to to reach, thank goodness, millions of people. And people can buy those on um, video, so I'll give you a little plug on that one. Uh, thank and, you. And also your wonderful uh, Delos recordings. I remember years ago at the Public Radio Music Conference, uh, Amanda Haygood would uh, uh, come out and hand out those Delos recordings. We'd all grab them as quickly as we could so we could get the latest David Diamond or Alan Havanis or some of the recordings you do. I, I did want to ask you very quickly, you know, that make sure you don't get stereotyped as just a conductor of American music. Frederick Fennell told me years ago that it's kind of wistfully, he said, you know, I conduct a lot more Mahler than I do Gustav Holst. <laughs> Every time I do, do a concert, they want to do Gustav Holst. Uh, you, you do such a wide variety of music, uh, but you, you probably should get at least the American Presidential Medal of Freedom for the American series. You, you've put together so much, you know, Havanis and Piston and Hanson and all of the, of the other. You've won a number of awards for your uh, programming, and the, the programming you're doing for the concert coming up uh, this weekend is typical of that. This is part of the Virginia Arts Festival. You're going to be here with the Virginia Symphony Orchestra. How many players are you going to have actually on the stage with the, the COVID spacing? I think I think with the spacing, we're probably having in a neighborhood of thirty-five to forty, something okay. in that in that in that area. And we made a program specially. Yes, uh, I thank you for noticing. It is a, a it is a you know <laughs> what I would call a typical sports program, but it, with a, a little a little more imagination even because the Virginia Arts Festival, as you know, has always been a leader in coming up with interesting ideas, mm -hmm. interesting formats, and you know, originally. We had a big orchestra, and we were doing a whole a whole thing about the water, and uh, and just uh, and it was an extraordinary idea. And of course, when the COVID nineteen hit, we rethought it and came up with a smaller orchestra, and then focused on American music. And nothing could make me happier. We're going to have uh, Andy Marie Moore. She's from Chesapeake here in this area, and now f uh, famed. Uh, 
operatic uh, soprano, and you're going to do Samuel Barber's uh, Knoxville Summer of 1915. I can never hear it without hearing Leontine Price, but it's going to be great to have uh, Andy sing that uh, with you. But you're doing uh, Darker America from William Grant Still, which is a marvelous piece of music. It, uh, it almost sounds like it could have been maybe written by uh, Gershwin or somebody like That's that. Right. It's got that 20 sound to it. And uh, the Copeland uh, Suite from Appalachian Spring. I guess you'll be using the reduced uh, orchestra. Reduced version. Yeah, the original the... version, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the piece that uh, I'm curious about is Alvin Singleton's piece called uh, Eine Idee ist ein Stück Stoff, or uh, the uh, an idea is a piece of fabric, as, as it translates to. Tell me a little bit <laughs> about that one. Well, Alvin uh, is a composer who I've, I've followed all my life because mm-hmm. he's absolutely fantastic composer. He was uh, uh, really uh, probably Robert Shaw in Atlanta did more for him than uh, anyone else, and he was a composer in residence in Atlanta. And then he moved to Europe, and, and he moved to Vienna. And what happens to David Diamond did the same thing. A lot of other composers uh, went spent time away. And when you when you spend time away, you do lose contact. So Alvin's name kind of disappeared from consciousness in a sense because he was living in Europe. And then well, he came back not that long ago and I started looking at his works again. And I found this particular piece. Of course, I'm looking for pieces that we could do with smaller ensembles or string orchestras or something like that because of the issue we have with social distancing mm-hmm. and so forth. And I found this piece, which I find to be absolutely mesmerizingly exquisite. It's a combination of the blues, it was written for, uh, dedicated to uh, uh, James Baldwin, a great writer, yeah. and, uh, uh, and a salute to the waltzes of Gustav Mahler. I mean, you'd think that, how can you compare the blues, you know, this <laughs> kind of art form with a waltz that Mahler might have written? And well, you... he does it so fabulously and so poignantly that I did it uh, down in, in Miami this year, and then when this our whole idea of the program changed to become American. I thought, wouldn't it be great to do it again? Because I'm such a great fan of of his and of this piece. I'm intrigued. Of course, you've got the you know the Palm Beach Symphony and the the Frost Symphony there, University of Miami, where you're on the faculty down there. So you've got an orchestra to do this, and now you're going to bring it up here with the Virginia Symphony. And of course, Knoxville Summer of 1915 is an absolute classic from Samuel Barber. But the uh, the Aaron Copeland is a great uh, finale for this concert. Again, it's one of those programs where you have won awards in the past for your uh, distinctive programming. It's an all-American program, music from some really distinguished African-American composers. And we've got the voice of Andy Marie Moore. Have you worked with Andy before? No, I haven't. It was it was a suggestion of the of the festival. In mm-hmm. fact, they were they've been so fantastic in their musical ideas. And so, uh, doing Knoxville, of course, it was it's one of his masterpieces, written in uh, 1948. And it was Eleanor Steber and Kusevitsky who did it originally. Of course, I'm a great Kusevitsky fan because Kusevitsky did more for American music than any other conductor in history. More premieres, more important works, not only Americans, but Europeans as well. And, and, and fostered uh, so many conductors. There was an article years and years ago in High Fidelity. There was a tree. It was called Kuzi's Kids. And all of the different conductors uh, who had uh, come out of the Kuzovitsky camp, so to speak, one of those being 
Russell Stanger, who for years was the music director sure. of the, of the uh, Virginia Symphony. So yeah, I can, I can I agree with you there. The the Kusevitsky, uh commissions alone, uh, you know, for the American music is just something extraordinary. What's also extraordinary about those Kusevitsky years, yes, and Bernstein and Lucas Foss. And oh yeah, just mention mention but, a few other guys. <laughs> but the what was fascinating to me is how much of the music has lived on. You could do a lot of premieres, and I've done a lot of premieres, and, and of the hundreds I've done, how many enter the repertory? Well, in the case of, uh, of Kusevitsky, I don't know, maybe half, which is a lot, yeah. whether it be Martin or, or Chavez or, of course, all the great Americans. Yeah, the Boston the Symphony uh, 50th anniversary alone generated uh, a lot of great Symphony uh, of Psalms and, mm-hmm. the, and the concert music of Hindemith. I mean, just extraordinary. He had yeah. incredible taste. And, uh, and, and and he's always been, even though I never knew him, obviously, he's always been a hero for me. Great. Well, you're kind of a hero for us with your many great recordings, uh, the all-star orchestra, all that you have done for music. And we're finally going to get to see you on the podium with the Virginia Symphony Orchestra. The concerts are Friday evening at the Ferguson Center and Saturday at Chrysler Hall in Norfolk. And of course, you can get tickets from the Virginia Arts Festival 282 2822, the number of vafest.org on the internet. Gerard Schwartz, uh, conductor extraordinaire, as I said, and champion of American music and conductor of all music. Wonderful. Glad to have you in the area, and we look forward to seeing you on stage and maybe seeing you again in the future one of these days. But, Maestro, have a safe uh, travel up to town, and we will see you on the weekend. Raymond, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's a joy to talk to you, and, and I so much look forward to this, uh, this next week. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.